0: the Blitz on ESPN 97.5 and on ESPN 92.5 live from the Veritex Community Bank Studios here's Fred Fowler and AJ Hoffman and
1: we are back
0: on the Blitz our number
1: two 713-780 ESP is your number 713-780-3776 or you can get us on the Blitz Facebook page find the Blitz click like send a message Aaron will read it Twitter at Fred Bauer F A O U R at AJ is the real at Aaron is Blitz at Degenerates nine seven five. You can text the show. You know the number for that. You can watch us on Twitch. I can't comment on the breaks. Apparently, you can't hear me, so, but I'll still keep up during the uh, during the show itself. You missed the first hour, pretty much all Texans, uh, which you know maybe they deserve it, maybe they don't. But uh, um, and yes, I am broadcasting from home again, just because of uh, contact, some contact tracing. tracing. Yeah, yeah, I've been exposed to a couple people who have it, and I haven't been feeling well, so I went and got tested today, and so, you know, I I'm But you are also sure... confident, right? Oh yeah, my confidence level is about ninety five percent. Okay. That that I just had, you know, I, I mean, because basically every year about this time I get a cold, I get sniffles and stuff like that, and so I, I think it's it's kind of a combination of things. Uh, but I, I feel fine. I you know, but. Better safe than sorry. I don't want to bring the Rona to you and Aaron. Thank
2: and, you. Yeah, you know,
1: I, I just, I feel like I'm the center of a dartboard, and like all the darts hit right next to the center. <laughs> so now I've just got to make sure that one of them didn't didn't get me. That's all. Didn't make so, you? Yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. Just, just enough, just enough. But I'm sure everybody's had to go through this a couple of times during this mess. So, uh, you know, you you haven't. There's that. <laughs> yeah. Thanks,
2: Fred. Thanks for pointing that out. That I've been. You know, pretty safe. That's what happens when you don't leave your house.
1: Yeah, well, I I haven't been doing it much, and when I do, do leave, it's to go be out in the middle of the woods around nobody.
2: So, well, that's a good move. Uh, that's a good move. That's what I did this <laughs> last week. I was in the woods around nobody. Yeah. I'll tell you, man. In Oregon, it is shut down. Like you can't yeah. eat, you can't sit in a restaurant and eat there. Like it wow. is. It's like everything that everyone's afraid of happening here. It, that's what it's like up there. It's pretty wild. So. Uh all right. The rest of the NFL, Fred, you, I think we should start with the last game. Uh because I think Aaron Rodgers cemented himself as the league MVP last night. Uh great year. Yeah, I, great year I for Patrick so. Mahomes, but I I think Aaron Rodgers, I mean, what he's done with I don't want to say with well, he's probably got less talent around him than than Mahomes does, but I mean, just unbelievable and I guess it's not a surprise that he was able to do what he did to the Titans' uh, defense because that's that—that's what the Titans' defense does. They give it up through the air, but he's just done it all season long. And I, I had you asked me six weeks ago, I would have said Mahomes is pro, is probably as close to a lock as you can get. And now I think that it, it's going to be Aaron Rodgers, the MVP of the league.
1: I think so. I I, I still want to see what josh allen does the last couple weeks but I, I don't think he can catch i think there's Rodgers too many turnovers with
2: him he's still a little sloppy with the ball uh yeah I, I think he's thrown I think he's got eight or nine picks something like that and he's got a couple fumbles too because the dude runs a lot but i i i mean i i think he's he's certainly the the most improved player this year but i, I don't know man i have a hard time seeing anybody but aaron Rodgers.
1: Yeah, I'm, I'm with you. That was an impressive effort last night. And, uh, you know, he's, I, I think, especially that being a Sunday night game and, and the clincher and everything else, uh, and in the conditions, too. I mean, my goodness. He just was, he was fantastic as he's been all year long. And I could tell you as somebody who's had him in fantasy all year, he's only had one week where he disappointed in fantasy. So uh, not that that counts, but. He's definitely a fantasy MVP. Uh, Well, fantasy Uh, MVP this
2: week was Alvin Kamara. Six touchdowns. Unbelievable in the the Saints' role.
1: Thanks for bringing that up because guess who I was up against this week. Oh, no. Did it beat you? Well, the good news news is it's a two-week deal, so I still have next week. But I'm down like 160 to 116. I do have the Bills defense and Stephon Diggs tonight. So I figure if I can just get within 20... I've planned very well for the for week seventeen, so uh, I'm not dead yet. But boy, that's not the guy you want to run up against.
2: No, thank God, I avoided him in both my leagues. I, I got lucky. Uh, Bucks forty seven, Lions seven. I mean, this was you talk about a team who just has no interest in playing anymore. It's the Lions.
1: Well. I mean they've got all kinds of Rona issues. They didn't even have coaches. They had uh you know weird defensive assistants having to call plays for them. and uh you could kind of tell early that they were they had no interest in being out there and you know good game for Brady, good game for the Bucks uh, who who did need that. But yeah, the Lions much like the Texans I think are, are just they're done.
2: Uh I think the 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 best 49ers. team the best team that people think are bad is the 49ers. And the worst team that people think are good is the Cardinals. And the 49ers, they just try really hard. Like, they don't quit. And that's, I mean, I I don't know if that's on Shanahan or what, uh, but really good game for the Niners to to beat the Cardinals on the road. I mean, on the road, that's where the Niners have been playing their home games for the past couple weeks. But uh, I I give a lot of credit to the Niners, who are long since eliminated from playoff contention, but still go out there and ball out like they got a shot at it.
1: Yeah, and uh, I just think that's a very well-coached team that lost too many players and have had to rotate a bunch of quarterbacks in this year, uh, and so they haven't had the season they wanted to have, but that's a that's a good football team that that will be back next year. <laughs> I'd like to see them fix quarterback, um, but, you know, there's going to be some names out there. I mean, Matt Stafford may be available, Matt Ryan. If you get a player like that on that offense next year, get everybody back and healthy, then uh, I think the Niners can be right back in the mix. Dolphins win again, beat the Raiders twenty six twenty five. Once again, John Gruden dumb mistakes throughout the game cost his team. I think the Raiders, <laughs> the Raiders might be better than their record.
2: Uh, yeah, but they're poorly they're coached. Than their coach, yeah, John Gruden is a uh, is a he, he's a, a killer right now. I mean, he, there's just some really bad clock decisions, really bad coaching decisions, and on the other side, you know, the Dolphins' willingness to to bring in Fitzpatrick and I'll be honest I fully expect Tua to start next weekend so it's they're not benching him they're just saying in this moment Fitzpatrick gives us a better chance to win there's something pretty pretty interesting about that I mean I'm a big believer if you if if you've got a great quarterback you want to let him be on the field all the time I don't know if the Dolphins have a great quarterback uh, either one of the guys so you you're using this time to to make sure he develops Tua, uh, but you're also smart enough to realize when you're in a situation where you're better off with the veteran out there and, and the guy who's, you know, more of a risk taker. I, I almost think it's just it's genius coaching. Whatever you think of of the move, and I know there's a lot of people like, well, they should just stick with a guy. I honestly think it's pretty smart with the way they've handled that quarterback situation in Miami. And it's gonna not only are they gonna get a year of development under Tua's belt. They're going to make the freaking playoffs, probably. Like it's best of both worlds.
1: Well, and that's that's the thing. I think Tua will be very good. He's not there yet. Nope. So uh, why not do what you're doing? And and you're in a race. And that that's the thing. You bring Fitzy in there to win games for you, and he did. And that's uh, you know I, I think I think the way they're handling it's smart. I think there's finally a Patriots assistant who's going to be a successful head coach because that's another team that is just very well coached on both sides of the ball. And and you look at some of the weapons they have, and, and they've been down running backs and everything else. And, you know, that that offense isn't special, but they win games with defense. They win games with special teams, and they make plays when they have to. And, you know, I think it, it's almost like they're a poor man's Steelers is what they are.
2: Uh, uh, I, I lost uh, on the Rams. Falcons. Oh, okay. I was going to say I lost on the Rams because I thought that their defense was so great that they were going to hold them in this game. It turns out the Seahawks defense is pretty good now too, Fred. And that's really scary. Because yeah. we all season long we've been like, oh, the Seahawks, they can score on anybody, but you know, I, I knew the Rams would be tough to score on. And they, hell, they held them to twenty, but the Rams score nine points. If the Seahawks have this defense going into the playoffs, they might be the scariest team in the NFC.
1: I I agree. And they made some good pickups uh, during the season to get better. And, and some guys just got healthy and, uh, Jamal Adams is a monster and, and that was just a, a great, great addition. And, uh, yeah, they've gotten better. And we talked about that a little bit in the first hour. That that's a team that, uh, uh, is going to, I, I think they're going to be a really tough out in the playoffs because, uh, they're not scoring the way they were earlier in the season, but the way the defense is playing, I think they can get it together and, and, uh, cause some real damage. Uh, your uh, your beloved Falcons found another Falcon way to lose against the Chiefs.
2: I'll be honest, and you you can correct me if you think I'm wrong. There were some things to me that shouted, the Falcons realized, oh my God, we're about to win this game that we don't want to win. And I'm not saying that they were shaving points necessarily, but that kicker who hasn't missed all year long suddenly misses a field goal. Uh, the, the there's dropped interceptions that look like just cans of corn that they can't hold on to. All of us, I mean, there's some things that made me made me feel like the Falcons didn't really want to win that game.
1: Yeah, I I don't know. I, I I think it's hard for players to go out there and do that intentionally, uh, it, which is why you see teams like the Jets suddenly winning games. Is that the the players that don't quit that. You know they still want to win these games, so it did. It, it looked, it didn't look as suspicious as the Greg Williams <laughs> thing, where he was blitzing everybody. Not not quite that. That's bad. a no. That's a decision that you can make as a coach that will impact the game, and and that one I think was rightfully criticized. I think they just did what the Falcons do. They choked, and you know they the. And the other thing is, Chiefs haven't looked all that spectacular. They don't down look as
2: dominant here. as they used to.
1: So. I still think they're the best team but not gonna be shocked if somebody can
2: uh, uh nobody's gonna catch them with them. the record but it, it wouldn't shock no. me I, I if if they uh if they play the bills or somebody like that they, they run into a hot Ravens team I, I it's not out of the realm of possibility
1: no I, I agree Jets uh fi- they basically uh put it away they no longer in Trevor Trevor Lawrence Unbelievable. at all they <laughs> they beat the Brown and the the, the Browns were down like four receivers and uh you know Baker Mayfield puts it up 53 times trying to throw it to guys that haven't played all year uh, but the the Jets just uh you know guess what you screwed it up for yourselves congratulations
2: I mean how does that even happen how do you go from like we just said almost purposely blowing a game and and then you go out and win a couple and, and make sure you don't get the first pick it's just terrible what a what a horribly run organization yeah
1: <laughs> gotta learn how to to dump at the right time that's guys. right all right handful uh, of games we come... yeah we got uh colt steelers to get into uh get the ravens we got a, a bunch of good stuff yet to talk about including the dallas cowboys we'll do that when we return it's the blitz on espn 97.5 92.5 I...
0: this is the blitz on espn 97.5 Hey
2: guys, it's AJ Hoffman. It's fall and we could all use a little awesome. Well, our friends at Bespoke Post has brand new seasonal Box of Awesome collections for guys guaranteed to upgrade your life. From style and grooming goods to barware, cooking tools, and outdoor gear, Box of Awesome has collections for every part of your life. Bespoke Post only sends guys the best stuff every month. No matter what you're into, Box of Awesome has you covered. Who wouldn't want awesome stuff sent to them every month, right? It's like Christmas on your doorstep. Whether it's gear to upgrade your autumn craft beers or cozy threads for when the temperature dips, no matter what you're into, Box of Awesome has you covered. To get started, take the quiz at boxofawesome.com. Your answers will help them to pick the right Box of Awesome for you. They release new boxes every month across a ton of different categories. It's free to sign up, and you can skip a month or cancel any Each box costs only 45 bucks, but has over $70 worth of gear inside. Get 20% off your first monthly box when you sign up at boxofawesome.com and enter the code BLITZ at checkout. That's boxofawesome.com, promo code BLITZ for 20% off your first box.
0: You're listening to The Blitz on ESPN 97.5. And on ESPN 92.5. Live from the Veritex Community Bank Studios, here's Fred Fowler and A.J. Hoffman. And we're back on The Blitz.
1: Eli from the basement, Hoffman in studio. And uh, let's finish up the NFL games that uh, we were going through. And uh, Steelers beat the Colts 28-24. This is kind of what the Steelers have done all year is look like garbage for a half and then make enough plays in the second half to win
2: you know what really pissed me off is the Steelers were my I, I, I took the Steelers off my list and put the Rams on instead
1: oh yeah
2: and but I was like I, here I was the whole first half thinking god that was a really brilliant move because the Steelers are blowing it and I'd, I'd already had a bet on the Steelers and I was like ah and then they come back and at least they won my bet but if i you know, at that point, I would have preferred to get the six hundred bucks. So, uh...
1: yeah, where I where I messed up on that was I had Houston, uh, UH, and then as soon as I saw that their two best defensive players were out, I switched it to Coastal Carolina. Oh no, so, that's the one I missed. <laughs>
2: oh,
1: yeah, and, uh, what are you going to do? But um, Bears beat the Jaguars, 41-17, uh, but Jags so fans were, different. like,
2: celebrating every Bears score. The Jags yeah. knew what they were doing. The, the Jets the, – I think the Jags were shocked the Jets let this happen. I mean, I really think Jags fans were like, I can't believe we won that game week one. What idiots we were to do that. Yeah. And then now it's like, how did the Jets even – how did they give that up?
1: Well, suddenly the Bears are th- – won three in a row and are in position to make the playoffs against the Green Bay team next week that really had nothing to play for.
2: Dude, I saw, and this is insane to me, but I saw an article that said Mitch Trubisky's played his best three games in a row. He's forcing the Bears' hand into making a decision to re-sign him. The three teams he's played, the Texans, the Vikings, and the Jags. Like, don't be fooled by it. In the game before that, he played the Lions. Don't don't be yeah. fooled by this the three game stretch of Mitch Trubisky greatness. You're like that's like saying, Well, David Johnson looked really, really good yesterday against the Bengals. Maybe we should
1: re-sign him.
2: No. No. You just you're beating up on bad teams.
1: Yeah, that was uh and, and they lost to the Lions. People forget that. Yeah. It's not like uh they had a five game losing streak in the middle of the season. Well but Mitch so had a glad- good
2: game, so well.
1: No, no. Uh Yeah, I, I think, uh, uh, I, I don't think he's played himself back into a job, but he, he has looked better the last three weeks. But he's also played against garbage. Teachers. And he
2: might, he might get and him into the
1: playoffs. He might, and because you know, I, I don't know how many the Packers are going to play Sunday of are good players, but um, what a weird, that,
2: uh, what a weird schedule! Like that, the, like they went five and one in their first six, and then they lost six in a row. And now they may close out the season four and zero and make the playoffs. That's just a, a really weird schedule.
1: Yeah, and uh, at least uh, and when the Jaguars want to be a bad team, they know what they're doing. They, they did a terrific job of, of letting the Bears kick their ass. And by the way, you know what the
2: you know what the, the how many wins the Bears have over potential playoff teams? One. Uh, well two if you count the giants i guess the giants are a potential playoff team still so we have to count them but the bucks they beat 20 to 19 that was their that was their one respectable win and, and kind of like we were talking about the uh, the texans and all their losses to good teams like every time they played somebody decent colts rams saints titans packers they lost
1: ravens uh beat the giants 27-13 that one wasn't really as close as a score I mean the the Ravens were in control the whole time but uh, you know there's still playoff implications in the NFC East believe it or not I think everybody still has a shot except Philadelphia right
2: yep Philadelphia the only team eliminated and the Ravens who were on you know life support uh, a week or two ago they've they've suddenly worked their way back into a uh, a pretty good position here
1: yeah, somebody with a good record is going to get left out of the AFC. I, I sure didn't see that coming when they went to seven teams.
2: Yeah, the Colts but could be eleven and five and miss the playoffs.
1: The the Browns could still miss the playoffs. The Ravens could still miss the playoffs. The Dolphins, right? I mean, but if those teams miss, they would
2: have ten wins. I'm saying the Colts could could have eleven yeah. wins and miss the playoffs. That's crazy.
1: Oh, well, it happened to the Patriots one year, and there and man, there's still a scenario
2: where the Rams can miss the playoffs.
1: Yeah. Uh, We'll get to the playoff races a little bit later in the show. Chargers beat the Broncos 19-16. Chargers basically screwing themselves out of a draft pick at the the stretch of the (laughs) season because they're winning too many (laughs) games. Basically that. Yeah. Uh, Panthers beat the football team. And uh, I guess the big news is the football team saying goodbye to its first round pick from last year.
2: Do you know how rare it is? For a quarterback to be cut before year two's even over.
1: It, you, it can't you have, have happened too many times.
2: I'll tell you how many times it's happened. Zero times. <laughs> this is the first time it's ever happened. Uh the the guy there's guys who were cut, but like in the offseason after year two. Uh your boy Paxton Lynch was, Josh Rosen was. Uh, Brandon Whedon, and John Football, all cut between year two and three. No quarterback drafted in the first round has ever been cut before his second season was up.
1: Well, didn't they trade Josh Rosen after one year? They, they did. And, get, and but, so he got cut by the other team. He got cut by the other the team. Year.
2: But it's way... It, Listen, when you if you can trade a guy for assets, that's not cutting him outright after a year. Like, yeah, this is they're they're getting nothing in return for Dwayne Haskins. They're basically saying there's no value to this person. There's no football value on him. Bye. That's pretty wild.
1: Cowboys beat the Eagles 37-17. They Andy stumple. Dalton had himself a day. Yeah,
2: yeah. Th- that was and, uh, the Eagles started out hot and just melted. That was a, uh, I mean. That, that looked like the Cowboys were supposed to look all year.
1: Yeah, I, I don't know what to make of the Cowboys, although they're still in it, and, you know, they can sneak into the playoffs and go in and play the Saints in the first round probably, but um, I, I just I, I am baffled at, the, at how bad this team has been all year. They actually played some pretty good defense yesterday, so uh, they're, they're still in it, but... Eh, I don't know what I don't know what to make of Dallas. I yep. really don't. It, it is getting weird here late in the season. You're seeing some strange results. Like I I mean the, the Jets this week you could kind of see coming a little bit because of all the uh the issues with the receivers for the Browns. The last week? Yeah. Where the hell did that come from?
2: I have no the, idea.
1: Bing, Bengals beating the Steelers. What? <laughs> and uh I mean it, it's just uh I think you get late in the season there's been so many uh, uh, fits and starts because of the Rona Uh, I I think you see some teams are some teams are turning it up a notch and uh, you know some of them are having some bad stretches and I think the Bears kind of are a microcosm of the season really because you know we thought they were kind of phony at five and one and then they proved to be phony and now I I still think they're phony but they're going to be a phony playoff team yep so, um, All right, 713-780-ESPN is your number. Swiss Packers still have to win to lock up the number one seat. Do they? Yeah. Okay.
2: Yeah, they, they're yeah, still that, – it's not guess, locked up yet.
1: All right, well, that's good. That means Aaron Rodgers has to play this week. I, I,
2: would, league I league. would presume that he does, yeah. Because there is a – the Packers, Seahawks – and who's the other team at the top? Uh uh the Saints. So if the yeah. I think one of those teams, if they if they win and the and the Packers lose, then the the uh they this the Packers wouldn't have the one seed.
1: Yeah, I think uh the way it works is the Seahawks could get the one seed if the Packers lose and the Seahawks win. I think if there's a three way tie uh with New Orleans, Green Bay, and Seattle, New Orleans gets it. Okay. So, that's that's where it stands, I believe. But, uh, yeah, so they do have something to play for. I've been confusing them with the Chiefs all day. So, uh, that, that changes things a little bit. That'll make it a little harder for Mitch to go in and, and win on the road. But, uh, yeah, I mean, looking at it now, the, the Packers would be the one seed. But if they wind up tied with Seattle or in a three-way deadlock with the Seahawks and Saints... Then they will not have the one seed. So right. They just need to win. Yep. Uh, and, and win or tie actually, and the Saints to get it have to be they and the Seahawks have to win and the Packers have to lose. Right. And the Seahawks get in if the Saints lose and the Packers lose. So, uh, but they're all in the playoffs. It's just a matter of uh, who gets that buy, and that buy is more
2: valuable than ever.
1: Yeah. Oh, yeah. And uh, the Bucks are five, Rams six bears seven at the moment with the cardinals at eight. First team out of the field so uh hell the bears could get in if the cardinals lose i could see that happening all right let's take a quick break uh lance airline scheduled to join in
0: too short walk in the streets i'm hating my head you say that you're here but you live on the sun ESPN 97.5. I assumed you knew... is The Blitz on ESPN 97.5. And on ESPN 92.5. Live from the Veritex Community Bank Studios, here's Fred Fower and A.J. Hoffman. And we're
1: back on The Blitz. 713-780- ESPN is your number. Uh, we're looking at the playoff possibilities and uh, over the AFC, the Chiefs have locked up home field and uh, pretty sure they're going to sit everybody next week no reason to get anybody hurt. Uh Steelers are currently 2 and the Bills 3, uh but the Bills if they win tonight will move back into that 2 spot. Uh which you know, I I think uh the the one team you probably want to avoid at the bottom is Baltimore. And uh cuz I I think that that could be a bad spot to be in if you have to wind up playing Baltimore in the first round. Well,
2: let's let's play a little game here, Fred. Let's so you. I, I guess you you uh, liked the Bills to cover tonight, so I assume you like them to win.
1: Is that correct? Yes, I, I think they're going. In fact, I invested in their defense and fantasy. That's how good I feel. Uh,
2: let's go through the Week 17 games. You just tell me who you think is going to win straight up, and I'll tell you what the playoffs would look like in your scenario. Okay. All right. Bills. Dolphins. Bills or Dolphins at Bills
1: uh give me bill
2: okay jets at pats
1: uh give me jets ravens at Bengals. ravens
2: steelers at browns
1: uh steelers
2: cowboys at giants cowboys vikings at lions
1: um uh, does that thing even have a pulse I don't. So me, I don't know that it does. But
2: maybe for tiebreaker stuff. I don't know.
1: Yeah, give me the Vikings. Uh,
2: Falcons at Bucks. Bucks. Titans at Texans. Titans. Jags at Colts. Colts. Raiders at Broncos. Broncos. Chargers at Chiefs.
1: Chiefs. Packers at uh, Bears. Eh, you know what? Maybe Chargers. Because okay. I, I don't think the Chiefs are even going to try. Okay. Packers and, at Bears. Anthony, uh... Packers. Saints at Panthers. Saints.
2: Cardinals at Rams. Rams. Hawks at Niners. Hawks. And football team at Eagles. Football team. Okay. So in your scenario, Packers are the one seed. The Saints would play the Bears. The Seahawks would play the Rams. The football team would play the Bucks. And in the AFC, the Chiefs would be the one seed, obviously. Bills would play the Dolphins, Steelers would play the Colts, and Titans would host the Ravens. And the teams that would be left left out, uh Arizona would be left out in that scenario, and the uh the Browns would be left out in that scenario.
1: Those are some good matchups. Yeah. In the in the AFC especially.
2: Well, the Steelers Colts uh, is like it, I think it. I mean, we just saw it. It's a competitive matchup. Those two teams are pretty equal.
1: Yeah, that one could go either way. And
2: then Ravens Titans would be would be a good game, even though it seems like the Titans may have the kryptonite to the Ravens.
1: Yeah, at some point they're going to figure them out, though. Uh, they're they're just too good of a coaching staff and have too many good defensive players. And then I uh, I, I don't I,
2: I I'm still not sold on Miami. Like I, I can't picture the Dolphins going into Buffalo and beating them, but. You know, who knows? Uh, but then in the NFC, the the Bears at Saints—I don't know that that'd be much of a game. But Rams and Seahawks again would be good. Uh, and then uh, Tampa at the football team—you uh, know—an NFC East team has to make it. But uh, yeah, it, I mean, no surprise. There's gonna be there's gonna be playoff games worth watching.
1: Yeah, yeah. Well, uh, now that the seventh playoff team is here, do you still hate it?
2: Uh, I, we'll see. I, I, am I'm, I'm, I'm curious to see what kind of an advantage it is for the one seed because I, it just seems so extreme, you know, and, and this year maybe, maybe it ends up not being as extreme. If the, if the Packers win out, then at least there it's deserving. But if you end up with three 12 win or a uh, three 13 win teams and one of them gets a, a complete buy, man, it's just, that's, that's such a disadvantage for those other two teams.
1: Yeah, it, it is. I I kind of like the idea of a of a one seed having an advantage, but it, it it really is like it's in the AFC, it's clear. It doesn't matter. Chiefs have been the best team all year. Should have the home field advantage. But it's pretty close for who the best team in the NFC is, and one team that, that is probably kind of on the same level as the others is going to have a big advantage. And and it was kind of like that for the Packers last year. Well, I, I didn't think they were the best team in the NFC. But they had the best record.
2: Here's the real question when you say, now that, now that there's seven teams, do you hate it? Do you think Miami can win at Buffalo, and do you think the Bears can win at the Saints, or those, or is it just a wasted game for the Saints and the Bills? Uh,
1: I think the Dolphins can win. I don't think they will. Um, I mean, because they're kind of fluky. They get a couple putt returns on you. Um, I mean, it, it would be a, a major upset, but uh, I, I don't think it's impossible. But I damn sure wouldn't bet on it. The other game, I don't, I don't see the Bears beating the the Saints, but I didn't see the Vikings beating them last year either.
2: Right. But now, I mean, here's what's happened though, and it, we talked about it. There's going to be a team a ten win team probably left out in the AFC, but it also means that there's going to be an eight and eight wild card team in the NFC, and that's just kind of meh, you know?
1: Yeah, yeah. Um, but I, I think. At least to me, the AFC, because it's been so competitive, that one, that one's in. I'm interested. You know, the, the NFC, I'm like, well, okay. But I, I never felt like uh, – but I think there's some teams near the bottom of the AFC playoffs, like the Ravens, that could get hot and win a Super Bowl. Yeah. You know, I, I really believe that. I don't know that I see that in the NFC as much. I think it goes – Well, Seattle I, I, mean, gre-
2: I think the Rams and Bucks are live, you know, as a five and a six seed.
1: Yeah, I I don't know that they could go in and beat. Maybe I mean I mean, I mean the Rams would
2: need a he, they would need Goff to play like he played in the playoffs the first time like where he just like you forget that Jared Goff sucks because he has a good run like a Flacco esque run. Uh right. But but the the Bucks and the and the Rams have good enough defenses that it wouldn't shock me if they if they if they upset some teams.
1: Yeah, yeah, I don't know that they could put. Three upsets together in a row. That's or, well, it Well, wouldn't have it wouldn't have to be three. It'd be two. But uh, I I do feel like though if you gave me well for uh, the
2: Rams it would be two. The the Bucks they're, they're they'll be heavily favored on the road in their first match.
1: Yeah. So I mean I I could see that. I just I feel like the way the Seahawks are playing defense and you know, the way Aaron Rodgers is playing in Green Bay. And I, I still think the Saints are very, very good. I, I just think I think it's going to be one of those. If I had to, uh, if if I had to do an exact box on who would be the NFC champion, if you gave me those three three teams, I'd give you pretty good odds against you know with somebody else. But uh, yeah, I, I I think it's going to be fun. It, it would be fun to see a seven b to two. I kind of like to see that. I just don't think it's going. I don't want to see it this year because. If it's the of Bills and Saints, I, I like those teams. Yeah. I kind of root for those teams. So I don't want to see that happen uh, unless one of them falls to a three seed. So there's that. Um, what are your thoughts on the 17-game schedule that it looks like they're going to have next yeah,
2: year? Yeah, it looks like it's locked in. Uh, I don't know, man. It, it's Is it going to improve the, the quality of play? I think the answer to that is certainly no does it create one more week of, of <laughs> drama? Yes. So I'm, I'm probably for it. <laughs> you know, yeah, I, I think I week mean, 17 or week 18 next year will be sim- similar to week 17 this year. Uh, it, it, if anything, boy, it almost seems like if you're going to do this, maybe the move is add in an extra week and give everybody two bye weeks.
1: Yeah, uh, that would make more sense. So, what, what they're planning to do is spread it over 18 weeks, so one by. Uh, the 17th game will be a fifth interconference matchup against an opponent that finished in the same spot in a corresponding division. So, the Texans will get the third place team from the NFC South.
2: Oh, from, from the NFC South? Yeah. Okay. So, they'd get Carolina this year. Uh, correct or next year presume
1: yeah Wait, if i'm reading this correctly
2: would it always be that a like the south to the south or would it just be would it be random
1: yeah i i think uh they don't elaborate here because i don't think they've quite figured it out but what do you do in the years you play that division already do you play a team twice
2: i can't imagine they would do that
1: no no so uh i i would think you would rotate it year by year like you do the divisions yeah but Uh, But, I mean, I I guess one more week of football is, uh, you know, I'll I'll take it. It's kind of like the extra wild card team. uh, It sounds eh, on the surface, but uh, now that it's here, it's like, okay. Yeah, I'll take that. I'm good with this. Yeah. All right, 713-780-ESPN is your number, 713-780-3776. You know who that's an advantage
2: for next year if that's how they do it? It's the Bills. Because the Bills, will, yeah. their first, their their first place NFC East team oh. will be a, a much easier win than any of the other uh, AFC first place teams have to go against.
1: Yeah, that's true. That's that's almost a free square. <laughs> I mean, you know, good for them. I uh, I I really like this Bills team. I, I think if they can get over that hump of winning a playoff game, then they're going to be really dangerous. They they really are. I I just. Uh, I I think defensively they've they've made some adjustments, but their offense is just so good, and and, and Josh Allen's one of those guys who he gets going; he can beat you himself.
2: Yep. <laughs> All right, we got to get in some hoops on the other side. Uh, it, 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 lots of uh, I mean, the NBA is in full swing, and lots of drama going on. I uh, got to the got some overtime action, and then the, now the Rockets go out to uh, to Denver. And I I don't know. I, I don't feel good about the, the Rockets right now. And I don't, I don't think there's any reason to feel good about them. They're missing pieces. And then they've got enough off-court drama to last a, a lifetime. So uh, we'll talk about that on the other side. And uh, Lamont brought up that he, we haven't really talked about UH basketball. Uh, asking how good they are. that They're they're legit. I, and they're, they're worth discussing. We can do that on the other side, too. Uh, it's the Blitz on ESPN 97.5.
0: Big drip, what you call it? Big drip, big drip. Ice chain, peeled water. Ice, ice, ice. You got the cab, but can't afford it. Hurt You got the bad, but I can't afford it. pick the name, easy, Maker open up and eat. This is the bliss. Blitz. On ESPN 97.5. you are listening to The Blitz on ESPN 975 and on ESPN 925 live from the Veritex Community Bank Studios here's Fred Fowler and AJ Hoffman.
1: and we're back on The Blitz 713-780-3776 and AJ you wanted to get into some basketball thoughts here
2: yeah uh you know we we haven't we haven't talked a whole lot of rockets uh, other than it seems like there's a, a total disaster going on over there. Uh, did you get to watch? I, I I got to watch it on the airplane, the uh, the the Rockets and the uh, the, the Blazers. Did you get to watch any of that one?
1: I watched a little of it. Yeah, they were. Uh, I fell asleep because I'm old and I wasn't <laughs> feeling well.
2: You're old but, and it's the NBA.
1: Uh, yeah, yeah, pretty much. But I, I watched up until. Uh, I think I fell asleep right before they went to overtime.
2: My favorite thing is now when James Harden says that there's a team that he would go to, their fan base is like – their fam, not just their fan base now, but now sometimes their players too are like, yeah, I, I don't know if that works for us. I don't know if that's a good fit here. Uh, I mean, James has got to be feeling kind of unwanted at this point. Uh, and it, it's, if I'm the Rocket – I know the Rockets won't do this – if I'm the Rockets and he's bitching about all these places he wants to go, I'm trading you to Sacramento, bro. I, like you're going to the Kings. You're you're going to be the king. Uh and I don't I, at some point I'll take I would take less in return to send you to a garbage franchise.
1: That's what I would want to do. But uh, Yeah, I I'm 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 about get the best deal, but I'm not I'm not going to give any credence to any of the places he wants to go. No. It's like whoever makes me the best offer here is yours. Bye.
2: and he's i mean his list is getting pretty long and I'll tell you this being up there in Portland or in Oregon and my my uh my brother-in-law is a big Blazers fan and he like he watches every game and he he loves it and when the rumors started going around about James Harden for CJ McCollum he said that the, like Blazers Twitter is about split on it there's a lot of them who think oh James and Dame that's now that's a backcourt and there's a lot of people who are like, no, we want, we'll, we'll keep C.J. McCollum. He's, he's, that's the guy. We want to keep him. Don't, we want, we've got no interest. Now, think about that. Think about the caliber of player C.J. McCollum is. He's a very good player. Don't get me wrong. But we're talking about trading him for James Harden, an MVP caliber player for like the last five years. He's been in the top five in MVP voting. And there's the fan base is like, yeah, I don't know about that. That should tell you everything you need to know. That there's any question about making that move, that should tell you everything you need to know.
1: Yeah, I, I agree. And, and you, did you see McCollum even uh, addressed it? He just said, uh, well, you know, we have a, a backcourt that defers to each other. It works really well. Uh, you know, and obviously you hear trade rumors, and we play the same position. So, you know, he... He actually addressed it. I think he's right. I, I don't yeah. know that Damon J and James Harden are a mix.
2: Well, I don't know. I don't know where James Harden's a mix. I, I mean, that's the thing. Uh, I, and I, I don't know that there's a lot of. And we've said this before about are there is James Harden the kind of player that free agents want to come play with? So if you're asking that question, you have to ask yourself: Is James Harden the kind of guy that that? teams want to trade players away for to bring him into their team? I I would guess probably not.
1: Well, up until last year, guys still wanted to play with him. Chris Paul did. Russell Westbrook did. Uh, But I I think they've all kind of looked at the exits of those guys and said, I don't know. I don't know if I want this ball hog.
2: Yeah, I, I don't know what the uh, I, I don't know where he's a fit. I don't know what the the end game is for this thing. I just know that the sooner they can get him out of here, the better in my mind.
1: Well, they're not going to be a better team without him. No, I mean, but there's, but
2: there's you so know much. what? they will be a healthier franchise.
1: Yeah, I just uh, I hope they could find something that uh, I hope they could find something that works for him and you know get a nice return. Somebody says. You do realize Harden was the reason we were in the game. Just enjoyed the show while he's here. Sending him to Sacramento would be dumb as hell. Okay. Uh, well, say so. <laughs> but, um, frankly, I've seen this show. I don't need to enjoy it anymore. Yeah, I, I'm I done
2: enjoying the James Harden show. Oh, James Harden almost won a regular season game. Wow. Woo. Let's <laughs> throw a party for James Harden. James Harden's also the reason why some players are contact traced and couldn't play in the game. Woo, James Harden!
1: Yeah, no thanks. But you guys, there's still guys out there who keep, uh, you know, they'll they're just keep still, they're the still. Hey, James. keep keep hope
0: alive.
2: Uh, exactly. And then I mean, you want to enjoy the game? Go to, a, or you want to enjoy the show? Go to a Globetrotters game. Oh, well, that's what I would do, but yeah, I'm, I'm not, I'm not into that. Uh, and then now, as we get into uh, the American Conference season, your UH Cougs. Looking pretty good, Freddie. Looking pretty good. Good win uh, at UCF the other day, and uh, I, th- I don't know when they play again. I think their next game's Tulsa. I don't. I don't know if it's tomorrow or Wednesday, but
1: I think it's it's, it's tomorrow. Yeah. Okay,
2: and, and then uh, they've got SMU after that. Like we're gonna we're about to find some things out about this team, but they're legit. It's just they're besides the Texas Tech game we may not because the the their conference isn't what it has been in the past the americans not a uh, right. it's, it's not as good of a conference as it's been the last few years so we might not know what they really are until the tournament but for, they're going to they're going to have a uh, a really really nice regular season because they're far and away the best team in this conference far and away
1: they uh especially now that they have Caleb Mills back um You know, that's been something that they really haven't been complete all season. Mills has missed time and uh, Sasser missed a game. I mean, they... uh, But now they've kind of got everybody back. They rebound like beans. They play great defense. The difference between this year's team and last year's team is they can actually make some three-pointers. They're not a three-point monster, but last year they they just couldn't shoot. And a lot of that's been corrected this year just by guys getting better. And... uh, I think they're really good. I don't know if – and I'm kind of like Coach Sampson. I don't know that they're the fifth best team in the country.
2: I don't know uh, that either. I, and, again, like I said, I don't know that we're going to know that until the end of the season. But they're going to put up a regular season number that makes you think they're a – I mean, they'll probably be a one or a two seed.
1: Uh, it's possible. I, I think, uh, you know, the UCF win wasn't bad because that was their first real road win. Yeah, and And, and Texas Tech's very good. Uh, South Carolina is not what you know they've been, so I mean that was not an easy win. But the, the uh, next
2: tier in the conference from UH is SMU, Memphis, Cincinnati. So that those are the teams, and, and I think right after that you get to sort of the middling Tulsa, UCF, Wichita, South Florida, East Carolina. I think all those teams are in the same grouping, but I, I think yeah. that they're the teams that they're going to really we're going to really know something when they play them. SMU, uh, Memphis, and Cincinnati. So those are the games when they when they play those teams. That's when you're going to figure out what UH is. But this is a team that that focuses on defense, uh, and they they focus on rebounding. They they do a lot of the stuff that you want <laughs> that you want a team to do. I go back to what I've said the last couple years, though. When I'm looking at you know who I like in a, in the tournament to to make deep runs, I do like teams that play defense. I do like teams that rebound. But I also like teams that have like that dude, like a guy that you can you, you can put the ball in his hands and you know he can go out there and get you thirty. And the UH is a really balanced team. I don't know if they have that dude.
1: No, I, I think they have guys who can be that dude. But there's not a Rob Gray on this team that right. can just say, "All right, here, carry us during this stretch where we can't score."
2: And like Gonzaga, um, Gonzaga who just, I mean, Gonzaga just throttled Virginia. Like you, you, you can't. Nobody scores ninety-eight points on Virginia, and they—I mean—they just hammered them. And they've got—they've got multiple guys. They've got Corey Kispert or Drew Timmy as is like front court guys, and they've got a freshman Jalen Suggs, who's probably the best player in the country. I, I mean, it's a—they've got, got Joel Ayayi. They've got go-to guys. I—I—I I, I feel like UH has a, a solid team. I just don't know if they have a guy that I believe is like. Okay, you, you you give him the ball; it's happening.
1: Yeah, I, I again, I think they have potential guys like that. I mean, Sasser's taken a big step this year. Grimes is, has uh, learned not to shoot threes every single time. Um, but don't you think you know, by and, but you know don't you think and, if, you, if you had
2: a guy you would know already like that's the guy?
1: No, because you know what, uh, having watched Kelvin's teams, what they look like now isn't what they're going to look like at the end of the year. Yeah, because his teams get better guys get better and uh, the, the team two years ago you had no idea who the stars were going to be early and by the end they had two or three go-to guys and I think uh I think that's what you're going to see and if I if I were to bet I would bet Caleb Mills becomes the guy
2: and by the uh, way when I say they don't have the guy I don't I don't mean that like I, I know there's probably people who will say well Quentin Grimes is the guy and and Quentin Grimes is very good I just don't know if he's that that dude and he's had some games this season already you know the 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 south carolina game uh the boise game early that that he was the guy but i I, you know he also he didn't really show up against central florida he didn't really show up against texas tech uh those those games are are concerning to me
1: yeah i don't think he's the guy he's just the highest rated recruit they have right But, but uh uh, what I, what I wanted to get to before we go to break, and, and maybe we can revisit this in the next hour. But when was the last time you had three teams from Texas in the top ten and four in the top fifteen?
2: Pretty wild, man.
1: You because know, I mean Texas, Texas is eighth. Yeah. Baylor, of course, is second, and Tech is thirteenth. And Pretty Baylor,
2: impressive. I mean, when's the last time there was a legit title threat in this state? Like Baylor, I mean, they're they're second in the rankings, and I, but I think they're a clear second best team in the country. Like, I don't remember the last time a team from Texas was like, you know, oh, wow, this team's probably, they, they could potentially win the title. Can you think of one? I mean, it's maybe maybe while. you go back to Texas with like TJ Ford. Yeah, I not, mean, that's like, that's forever I think ago. Baylor,
1: I think Baylor had a couple teams that we thought might be able to win, but they weren't a clear favorite like these guys. Yeah. All right, let's take a quick break. Don't go anywhere. It's the blitz on ESPN 97.5, 92.5.
0: This is Hygiene Trophy Winner in College Football Hall of Fame, Mike Rozier, and you're listening to ESPN 975.